This is an Area Code podcast. This is All Alone, a podcast about life during a pandemic. The following audio diaries were recorded the week of March 29th. Hi, this is uh, Siobhan from Chicago. Um, I got to the last round of interviews for a kick-ass job in Austin. And um, right before my final interview, they said they were doing a hiring freeze. So for the past few days, I've just been kind of stuck. Haven't really figured out a way to move forward from that kick in the guts. Another place I had applied to got back to me and I had to take an evaluation. Uh, I studied for it and everything, took it, and then they got back to me and said, no go. And this all happened in two in a, less, a span of less than 24 hours. So I'm feeling like a loser, essentially. Also, like the fact that I'm so self-absorbed with the economy part of this whole thing, I kind of feel like I'm an asshole because I'm not... I don't know why I'm not freaking out about the death toll and like the sickness and the human suffering part. And I don't think it's because I don't care. I think it's because I can't let myself because I'm already so fucked up over the job thing and the isolation thing. If I start to think about all these people suffering, I I don't know if I could handle it. So maybe it's a defense, defense mechanism, but I'm just not thinking about it. But I do feel guilty. Um, our apartment is a two-bedroom, two-bath. You know, it's we've never liked this apartment to begin with. Um, we kind of had to move fast because our last landlord was selling the place. And so we moved here pretty quickly, and we don't like it, which makes being stuck in here a lot harder. Uh, a big reason why we don't like it is that we, like, directly face another building, and we get no sunlight in here at all. So not only are we stuck inside, but we're stuck in a cave. It's a very nice cave, but... I can't stand it. Um, <laughs> and now we have like this table, our dining room table, that has like leaves that fold out. So it's actually really non-obtrusive. But now we have it folded out all the time. And it's just like this monstrosity in the middle of our house. And we've tried different ways to think about how to configure it or whatever. But um, I hate it. I hate the table out. I hate it open. It's a daily reminder of how we're stuck in here and it's a daily reminder that he's got a job and I don't again I'm being so pessimistic I'm as I'm hearing myself talk I feel like I should be saying things more like I'm grateful that my husband has a job and we have some sort of income coming in and you know but I guess I'm a negative Nancy so this is not a good time for me Hi, my name is Heather, and I am in San Francisco. So I live in a one-bedroom apartment with my fiancé, and thankfully we are lucky in that we have a separate living room and dining room. Well, the things that are hard about living in this apartment building is that we have no outdoor space, so if we want to be outside, we have to go like out on the street in a more public place. And then also, you know, even just stepping into the hallway or taking our trash out, you know, we have lots of other people that are living in our building and that are coming and going. And 
it's it's nerve-wracking to know that if they're being reckless that they could be bringing the virus back into our building and into shared spaces that we are also using so sometimes even literally just leaving the door of our apartment to go take out the trash or check the mail feels like an endeavor March 7th, it was a friend's birthday and we got together with a couple other couples and we all celebrated at Tony's Pizza, which is like a famous pizza place in North Beach. We brought hand sanitizer. I remember we all like sanitized our hands and we're like, ah, we had wine and we had pizza and we sat outside on the patio. And looking back now, it's like a very sweet memory to remember that we had this sort of last hurrah together. I definitely didn't realize at that time that that was going to be the last time we saw those people in person for a really long time. So I got laid off back in February because we lost a huge account. And so really didn't have anything to do with Corona. And I was feeling pretty sorry for myself, you know, the first week or so, and then realized what a blessing it had been because I was very unhappy at my last job for quite a while. Then I started to kind of feel normal. And then we had to go to Florida uh, for a funeral for a dear friend of mine from high school who had passed away from cancer. That certainly wasn't normal. But once we were able to celebrate his life and reconnect with all of my old friends from high school, we were all together in Florida. There was something really energizing about it and really inspiring for me. Um, I quit drinking for 30 days. I quit eating sugar. I was going to the gym. I was really like focused and pumped on finding a job. So like that month of February through like the first week of March, like was feeling, I was actually really, like really great um, because I was just taking care of myself and I had awesome energy and I felt really healthy. And as soon as this whole being stuck inside thing happened, I'm telling you, it's like I've just completely did a 180. Like I have no motivation to look for work. Definitely drinking too much. I've put on weight, you know, I've been lazy about cooking healthy food. So I've been ordering from Grubhub, telling myself it's because I'm supporting local restaurants when in reality, I'm just lazy and don't care, I guess. We both still have our jobs. I'm definitely nervous about mine. I know for a fact my company is looking at lots of different financial possibilities and many of those do include layoffs. So that is nerve-wracking, but so far we are okay. And in fact, we were joking the other day that we're noticing we're actually saving money because we're not going out or taking lifts or Ubers <laughs> anywhere. So that's... A small comfort, I suppose. Um, probably the one that I'm the worry, most worried about is my sister. She is basically going through a breakup during this with a partner that she lives with. So that's been very stressful for her because they're living in the same house but not really talking and sleeping in separate rooms. And also extremely lonely. I mean, I can't imagine like the 
people that you're quarantined with, those are like your lifeblood right now. And here she is like in a home where she feels unwanted and upset and lonely. And it just seems really, really hard. And we've had a couple of phone calls that have been really emotional and sad and scary, of course, because she doesn't know where she's going to live next. Doesn't want to be homeless right now, understandably. Yeah. So that's been hard. Um, I'm worried about her. My parents both live in Florida. My mom has late-stage Parkinson's and can't walk or really use her arms. So she's not going anywhere. And uh, my dad, however, continues to play golf. He needs to get out of the house because it's driving him crazy. So he's leaving the house pretty much every day. You know, I just don't, I don't know if he's taking it seriously. And like, I, there's nothing I can do from here except tell him every time to please take care of himself. But he's, I don't know. I think he's kind of given up on life in general anyway, ever since my mom got so sick. I think he's just staying alive to take care of her, quite frankly, which is a really awful prospect when you think about it. This morning, I was watching a Instagram story of my friend playing a bunch of songs with his daughter, who's like three, I think, and they were hilarious. So he's a musician and she had lyrics to the song like, James is doing potty training with cars and trucks, with cars and trucks. James is her little brother. And it was just the funniest thing. And it made me realize like, there's a part of me that really wants to create stuff, but I'm not, I'm not a writer. I don't really draw, I don't do stuff, but I work in advertising and I have a creative sensibility. It sucks because I feel like I want to create. I want to make content. I want to do something. I just don't know what that something is. And I get, this happens to me all the time. I get so in my head about how it's going to end up or look that I just never get started. But I don't know what my problem is. So, yep, just like my last entry, I'm still angry, pissed off, anxious, confused, um, still struggling with this idea of like needing to be productive and I guess that's where this creative thing is coming from but quite frankly all I want to do is just stay in bed and sleep through this whole thing and hopefully wake up and we can go back out and I can hug my friends again that'd be nice I think a lot of people are trying to create beauty out of the worst of circumstances and are sharing it with the world. And the one that comes to mind is um, actually like a poem that was in an Instagram post that a friend shared with me this morning. And I'll read it for you right now. This is by Morgan Harper Nichols. When it is hard to hold on, know that to hold on does not mean traveling through this perfectly. It does not mean having answers for everything. It does not mean a life free of fear and worry. Holding on is to carry on, knowing that to be human is a beautiful yet fragile thing. And it does not make you weak to travel a little slower right now. 
Holding on is knowing it is okay to feel this. It is okay to grieve the losses within the loss. Have empathy, love, and a heart to give for those who are going through, while also knowing you are free to grieve your losses too. For there are those losses, those small losses, the graduation, the wedding, the trip, the party. And maybe you didn't need them to survive, but they reminded you of the gift of life. And it is okay to feel your hurt, even when you think about how it could be worse. You are not weak if this has not been easy for you. You are not weak if this has not been easy for you. You are not weak if you are slowly working through. Hold on. Please hold on, not because you always feel strong, positive, and equipped, but because you are already slowly making it through this, even when it does not feel like it. And as you look at the unknowns before you, I hope you know this is true. There are rhythms beyond what has been, beyond what is seen, and small places where light gets through, even in those moments where hope seems to take forever to find you. Hold on to grace, love, empathy, knowing we are all on this journey, grieving countless versions of so many similar things. Holding on takes many different shapes, but it is still holding on all the same. <sighs> all Alone is created and hosted by me, Morgan Lee. It's produced by Richard Clark, Sarah Cameron, and myself. All Alone is a useful group podcast. For more information or to join us, please send us an email at coronavirusdiaries at gmail.com. To stay updated about this project, please visit us on social media. We're at All Alone Pod on Instagram and Twitter. This is an area code podcast.